Decker, we made it to the finals. We are here in the finals, Matt. Welcome to the finals of the Tournament of Champions for Season 1 on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt and Chris uh, with you here on a Monday morning, back after about a three or four week hiatus. And our finalists and our topic have been selected. Yeah, and we are uh, we, we we chose our final finalist here, uh, George Gatton, after the the wildest and craziest about forty five minutes that we have we've had voting since. And uh, uh, I know there was a live uh, there was a, a group chat between me, you, uh, George, and Dooge going on where it was both of them congratulating each other multiple times, thinking that they were done for, and then and then another five votes would come in and it'd swing the other way. It was pretty wild. I had never seen anything like that in the in the long illustrious history of this show. <laughs> Which is what our twelfth episode, our eighth day. Yeah, actually, what episode is this? We're, we're definitely under twenty. That's for sure. Yes. So George, welcome the number six seed, upset-minded George Gatton, current interspecies wrestling falls count everywhere Every champion. <laughs> thank you, thank you for having me. Um, if you feel more comfortable, just call me Georgie Boy. Feel free, because as George Gatton, uh, my career could best be described as he was a nice guy. <laughs> Where did the Gatton last name come from? Uh, it came from pressure from Drew Gulak. <laughs> fair, fair enough. And when Drew Gulak asks you to do that, you, you just kind of do it. God bless Drew Gulak. <laughs> and George's opponent the number one seed in the tournament, having beaten a wild card of a man, as Chris Decker called him, Adam Van. Joe Sposto is here with us. Welcome back, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'm look- I've been looking forward to this. Uh, I will say most of these delays were partial to me with the weekends and the holidays and so forth. Um, You're not the only person that enjoyed that that little layover. I, yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I I I I used my number one seed ability to say, hey, I'm going to enjoy this three day weekend, and you guys should as well. You know, <laughs> it is quite all right. And um, while Joe advanced by beating Adam, a little piece of Adam did move on to the finals here because initially it was his idea to do the reverse draft. Right. So that is what we're doing. Tonight, the selected topic from you, the listeners, on our Twitter, at the A-Show on CKCC, is a reverse draft of current day AEW. What that means is that George is going to draft for Joe, and Joe is going to draft for George. This is going to be awesome. Um, We are still going to have the wild card in round seven. And uh, that will be anybody who is active currently today. So it could be WWE guy, uh, Impact, NWA, MLW, Ring of Honor, independent wrestler, whoever. And I have a feeling they're probably not going to be very good based on what's been discussed here. Um, If we get to the point where we've run out of bad wrestlers and champions start to get drafted, um, obviously currently the AEW champions are Kenny Omega with the world title, Miro with the TNT title, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD with the women's title, and the Young Bucks with the tag titles. Uh, I hope we're only drafting based on the avatars that are on the AEW roster page, because goddamn Jake Hager would go first. He's in like this. He's in the, yeah, fucking look at him for like 20 seconds. He looks like Michael Nakazawa's 
picture was terrible. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I'm really amused by this. <laughs> so we will draft, and we've discussed like a 14 to 16 round minimum to allow their opponent to have enough wrestlers to actually build a card. We'll take a break. And Joe and George will build cards, and then they will present their cards to us. So, uh, Chris, what do you say we kick this off? Yeah, let's go, man. All right, George, you're the lower seed, so you get to draft for Joe first. Okay. I'll, uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say it'll be an honor to face uh, the man with the second best hair in professional wrestling. Wait, I, only say, I only say second best because we've all met Tursus. Oh, well. Okay. It's just, it's just not fair. Um, <laughs> that said, uh, let's go ahead and have fun. Round one, Joe. Um, Colton Gunn. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay. Not bad. Uh, he was one of the people on my list. Okay. And, you know, uh, I might be giving you a fighting chance here. First person that I'm going to pick for George is the chairman himself, Sean Spears. (laughs) Okay. All right, Joe. I will mark that down, and I will continue on to uh, round two for you, Joe. Uh, round two for you will be Nick Camarado of the factory. Okay. You may feel as though I'm changing my strategy, but I am absolutely not changing my strategy whatsoever. The first, the second person that I'm picking for you, George, uh, would be Brandy Rhodes. Okay. Oh, oh. All right. Oh, okay. And it begins. Uh, round three for you. I will, uh, round three, I will draft for you Tay Conti. The face of the women's division. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. The one and only. The, the face? There you go. So, now for you, George, I am going to pick Kip Sabian. <laughs> okay. That's good pick. That's good pick. <laughs> you know what, man? I thought that was going to be your round two pick, so... Uh, thank you for that. Um, round three for you, I will pick Captain Sean Dean. Who is that guy? I saw him before. Don't know. He is one of the Nightmare <laughs> Family guys. Oh, he's one of the Nightmare guys. They side with uh, Cody and the Gun Club and so forth. He's 0-5 in tag teams. He's 0-8 for 2021. He's 0-33 career. Good to know. All right. So, George, next for you, I'm going to pick Deathmatch Legend Luther. <laughs> okay. Who less until round four. Shocking. I, I knew better than to give you Luther. I, I just have a feel like uh, you're quite good at this. Um, Luther, I would pigeonhole you into booking me Kenny, and I would have Luther beat Kenny. Just so you know. Attaboy. Attaboy. You love to hear it. Uh, round five for you, I'll give you Abaddon. Okay. She's on the come up, I'd say. You know, she's not horrible, horrible. You know, she's doing all right. Well, again, you've given me a women's match, and I would be remiss not to give you one as well. Uh, so for your fifth pick, I will pick the librarian Leva Bates. Oh, that's a great. I'm, I would say I didn't see that coming, but I would absolutely not be telling the truth. <laughs> Round six. <laughs> Round six. Um, <clears throat> welcome to Joe Sposto's roster. Um, Aaron Solo. I got it. Also another former, member the former of the Mr. Bailey. Right. Former Mr. Bailey, part of uh whatever uh the nice. sad NXT or QT's QT's is called. Mm. <laughs> QT's QT's. Uh so next for you, George, again. I don't want to give you a roster that's, you know, uh, unsalvageable. I want to give you people that are on TV in a, in a high-profile spot, even on pay-per-views, some would say. So next I'm going to give you the Dragon Man, Brandon Cutler. 
Butler. Okay. Well, thank you, Joe, for your kindness. I believe uh, that brings us to round seven. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. For round seven, uh, this being a wild card, uh, gentlemen in our uh, various rooms, I ask you to put your heads down, but your lariats up. Joe, you get DJ Hyde. Ah! Oh. Ah! Ah! Yeah! All right. That, that's rough. Man. Man, now I wish Joe had Luther. So now I don't, so, I don't feel so bad about my seventh pick for you. Okay. As, Let's hear as, it. as we were discussing things as a fun rib, I was going to pick for the seventh person on your roster, you. <laughs> you yourself have. A, you know, independent professional wrestler, title holder, and so forth. But I'm like, no, no, I'm going to stick with my original pick. Um, you know, because you really need someone to kind of, like, keep law and order uh, in the squared circle. Or, you know, they recently announced that they're probably going to be returning to the ring here in the near future. Uh, so your seventh pick would be former NXT official Drake Wirtz. Oh, damn! Damn! Oh, my gosh. That was a receipt. (laughs) It makes me wish that Percy Pringle was still alive so he could be his manager, Paul Baby Image Bearer. (laughs) I I just wanted, uh, just to throw this out here, not to plug, but it was recently announced that he is doing a a signing at an action figure place in New York. Oh, God. And, uh... You can only imagine what the comments on the announcement were for it. Um, people talking about bringing their children wearing masks to get a stick with Drake. Um, all sorts of things like that. Um, so, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that appearance gets canceled. I don't know. If you live in the area, maybe stay home that night. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn. Uh, just got uh, heat real one. quick. <laughs> This is going to be a time. I, I, oh, I think man. Chris needs a second to really digest <laughs> what just happened here. <laughs> How you feeling, Chris? I'm getting so happy right now. <laughs> okay. On to round eight. Uh, Joe, I'll pick the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss for your roster. Oh, I like Sunny Kiss. Okay, so again, like I said, I don't want to leave you out. I want to give you, you know, big-name people, people that are stars, recognizable, so on and so forth, Uh, maybe even uh, cross-sports celebrities. So uh, I know that they had speculated he might have went earlier, but your eighth pick, George, is going to be undefeated MMA Jake Hager. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Joe, for your kindness. I would be remiss if I didn't reciprocate it uh, by giving you a uh, a powerhouse that's been uh, on television more and more these days. You will get Wardlow. All right. All right. You know, I'm not on the Wardlow train, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think uh, you know how people are into Hook? You know how people are, you know Hook? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Tad yeah. Son. I get people being into him, quote unquote, where he's literally done nothing. But then, like people who are into Wardlow, I'm like, is this like a rib? And I'm not in on it. Like, I got the memo on Hook. I don't know if I got the memo on Wardlow. Uh, so, not a librarian currently. Uh, I forget what the name of his stupid group is called now. It's like the Pretty Boys Society. Uh, you get Peter Avalon as your next pick. Okay. Solid, solid. Former NWA Hollywood star, possibly even champion. Okay. Um, wow, this roster is something. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know what? I'll give you Cody Rhodes. Oh! Well, you just booked my main event. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling I might. <laughs> Make sure he's got more pyro than Kevin Nash on a 99 episode of Nitro. Oh, 
I do, well, anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Like I said, I want you to have stars. I want you to have big name people. I want you to have people <laughs> that are mobile and not definitely not embarrassing shells of themselves. <laughs> the next pick, uh, it's going to be Matt Hardy. Oh. Wow. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> This is slowly turning into a pro wrestling syndicate show. So, asking for a friend, anyone on the uh, the roster listed on the roster is up to have a wrestling match. Is that correct? Are we of that understanding? Well, I would say like you can't put Tony Schiavone in a wrestling match. No, no, I mean, yeah, Tony Schiavone listed as a uh, uh, broadcast team. Yeah, so like some of these guys. They're technically announced as commentators, but they have records on the page. So. Right. But there are some guys under uh, under the men's roster, for instance, who have zero and zero records, but they are up for grabs. Is that correct? I think it's fine. What do you think, Chris? Uh, as long as we can get a match between, like, Alex Marvez and Wardlow, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, Joe, I, I would be remiss uh, – if I didn't give you some uh, some big name stars, perhaps some uh, former world heavyweight champions, um, perhaps uh, those with excellent records of swerves and possibly wearing uh, salmon colored sports coats, <gasps> mm. uh, I will give you Mark Henry, sir. Love it, <laughs> love it, Mark Henry. Well, just in case you're getting any funny ideas. No more BS here. You're getting Paul White. <laughs> you know, I was I was torn between giving you Paul White or Mark Henry. So uh, thank you for that. Um, I will give you Mark Quinn of the Private Party for your next pick. Mark Quinn. I'm like doing this in triplicate, so I do apologize. <laughs> I believe that was round twelve. Uh, so you, George, next are getting another member, uh, of the elite, I guess adjunct, if you will, and that would be, I'm surprised he's going this late in Michael Nakazawa. Okay. That's a bad avatar right there, guys. Career in AEW, 6 and 18. That's not good. That's a terrible right. picture, you're right. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's real bad. He's 1-0 in trios matches, though. God the- bless. I'm not to, not to interrupt George here, but not Darius Martin, the other Martin in Top Flight. Mm-hmm. It looks like on his. It looks like they tried to touch up his hairline. Oh, I guess he was now. Martin. They, it looks like they tried to top, touch up his hairline, made a mistake, and just said, "Leave it." Hold on, I find Yeah, Dante Martin. I don't know. It don't look. There's something going on. It, it, it's kind of wavy, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Waiting for Chris's live reaction to Dante Martin. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I went down the wrong way. I went down the wrong way. All right. Okay, that's lead now. Oh, God. The suspense is killing me. I hope it'll last. <laughs> oh, God. Capacity. Ethan um, Page. God damn it. Round 13, yeah. right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there was some bad cropping going on right there, guys. <laughs> oh man, there is some. <laughs> That's some really rough. Funny. There's some rough picks out there. Uh, round thirteen. Um, welcome QT Marshall to Joe Spostos roster. Fantastic. Oh, the man, the myth. You have given me too many of the night of the what, what's of <laughs> QT's QTs. I kind of realized it a little late, but uh, I digress. All right, so next for you. Now, obviously, the, the, the standing rule on the show has always been that if you draft someone as a tag team, you, know, you have to use them as a tag team, right? That's correct. That's correct. So I'm not going to, like, make some sort of makeshift tag team. I'm actually going to do the opposite. I'm going to ruin a tag team by giving you just Revival Bald, a.k.a. Dax Harwood, a.k.a. like Weird Fat Baby. Okay. <laughs> and that is fair. That is fair. That's why we're here, right? To make things difficult for one another. Right. Okay. Wow. Oh, you you were so generous, sir. <laughs> and I will uh 
I will give you Anthony Bowens in return. Ooh. The five-tool player. Capital One has a, a, a local, uh, a, a local, uh, tie in here. Oh, he does? Yeah, Bob Bowens was used at GSW shows, uh, a long time ago. Oh, get out of town. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Oh, it's, it's crazy, yeah. Okay. Now, so this is going to be an interesting one because obviously this will be the first time that I'm going to attempt to draft someone with their manager. Even though their manager's not on the roster page, I think it's suffice to say that this has been like established on TV. Um, so, uh, George, next, you are getting Jade Cargill with her manager, Smart Mark Sterling. I don't want to hear any, uh, I don't want to hear any guff about Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill's 6 and 0. She's fantastic. I like Jade Cargill. I'm giving her yeah. some people. He is, he is giving me some people. Thank you, Joe. So, I'm giving you good people. Oh, he's giving me people. <laughs> I'll give you Layla Hirsch. Okay. Moore's original. That's people. She was on a uh, LVAC show. She was on the Mall Madness show. Yeah. And uh, she was supposed to, like, they were going to do a bit where she, like, uh, comes out and they congratulate her for doing whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the commish, the evil heel commish, is going to come out and run her down. And uh, the commish ain't a worker. The commish is just, uh, you know, he's just a guy. And uh, it's like, she's going to toss you and just kind of, like, you know, make sure you tuck your chin. We're supposed to be business here. And then she's going to put you, like, in a hold, right? And, like, she, like, put him in a hold. And, like, she really, like, locked down a choke. And he turned, like, purple within, like, two seconds. That's and, fantastic. Uh, he's a good guy, and I don't think he knew what he was getting himself involved in. <laughs> All right. So, next, uh, for George, I am going to give you just the blade. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Just the blade. Fair enough. I, 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 do, uh, I do like old Pepper. I will give you just the Luchasaurus. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> Matt, this needs to be the finals every every time. Is the is the choosing somebody else? Yes, a hundred percent, George. Yep. It is Joe's turn to pick for you. Yes, uh, Penelope Ford. Okay. Oh, okay. It, it pairs well with. Uh, okay, yeah, I can make that work. Um, asking for a friend. Do managers have to be managers, or are they allowed to to work? Just asking. I think it depends uh, on who the manager is. Well, let's say Smart Mark Sterling. Oh, he he wrestled a match in AEW. I'd say so, right? Okay, he wrestled great. a match against Moxley. Yeah, okay, I think that's awesome. fine. Awesome. Okay, so we're we're drafting commentary now. Is that correct? Well, okay. Do you have any other wrestlers to draft for Joe? Uh, no, no. I think we'll we'll both keep it at sixteen. I think that's fair, Joe. You okay with that? Absolutely. Okay, sir. Even playing field. Um. So who just got fired from the broadcast team? Oh, the the guy who said the racist shit on the yeah. uh he's not he's not on the page, right? Yeah, he's off the page. Okay, great. You got Alex Marvez and uh, <laughs> are we just wrapped in one and one or No, you can do together? it together. Alright, you got Alex Marvez and uh and Dasha Gonzalez. Alright. Marvez Dasha uh, your team is uh, Alex Abrahantes. Shout out, Jenna. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> and uh, the invisible hand himself, Don Callis. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> solid. Okay. Make your show absolutely unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So let's see if we can figure out who did not get booked. <laughs> He could have given me uh, Robert Gibson in round seven so I could have him on my commentary team signing <laughs> to all the people who were uh, leaving their TVs muted. <laughs> and you guys are you guys have wrapped it up at 16 each? Yes. Yep. All right. So here is who is not drafted. You're not getting booked, Kenny Omega. <laughs> You're not getting booked, Miro or Britt Baker, DMD. Or the Young Bucks. Hangman Adam Page, stay in the back. Yep. The entirety of the Dark Order is yeah. not getting booked. Alan Angels, Alex Reynolds, Cole Cabana, 
John Silver, uh, Preston Vance, that's it, that's good. And, uh, oh, the girl, Anna, Anna? Anna J. Anna J. There you go. And Helica will not be dancing on this show. <laughs> uh, Jack Evans will not be there either to tag with him. Anthony Agogo will not be wrestling. Colton Gunn got booked, but Austin Gunn did not. Brian Cage did not get booked. Cash Wheeler did not get booked. Neither did Chris Jericho, Christian Cage, Christopher Daniels, or Chuck Taylor. I was almost certain Christian Cage was going to go. Almost certain. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, he was number three in line behind Paul White and, uh, of course, Mark Henry. (laughs) Both members of Top Flight, um, Dante and Darius Martin. Darby Allen did not get booked. Neither did the natural Dustin Rhodes, Eddie Kingston, Ethan Page. Oh, you forgot Uno and Grayson, too. Ah, Uno and Grayson, right. Frankie Kazarian, Isaiah Cassidy of Private Party will watch Mark Quinn wrestle. Joey Janela did not get booked. John Moxley did not get booked, nor did Jungle Boy. Uh, the Murder Hawk Monster, Lance, Lance Archer. Many Nightmare Family members got booked, but Big Shotty Lee Johnson did not. <laughs> <laughs> Big Shotty, what a name. <laughs> MJF is not going to be on this show. Neither is Marco Stunt or Matt Seidel. Or Max Caster. Believe it or not, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy did not get booked. Nor did Ortiz, Pac, who they now call Pac, Penta, El Zero, Miedo, as his name is this week. Powerhouse Hobbs did not get booked. That was another one I was almost positive. Somebody said something about Powerhouse, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I see this little tie-in, and then I think it was Mark Henry. Ray Phoenix did not get booked. Ricky Starks did not get booked, nor did Sammy Guevara, Santana, or George, I can't believe he did not book Scorpio Sky. He is the best. The best. The best. <laughs> Sting did not get booked. The Butcher did not get booked. Um, you know, I almost gave you Sting, Joe, because I gave you DJ Hyde and it wrote itself. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved having Sting. <laughs> Trent did not get booked. Big Swole, The Bunny... Emi Sakura, Hikaru Shida, Chris Statlander, Mel, Nyla Rose, Red Velvet, who I thought would go for sure, uh, Riho, Serena Deeb, Yuka Sakazaki, also not booked. I have no idea how Mel (laughs) did not get booked. (laughs) You know, that one kind of surprised me too. Mel and Red Velvet uh, were the two women, I'm surprised, did not get booked in this. Uh, everybody has different taste, gentlemen. Everybody has different taste. <laughs> Somewhere we're going to find in George's apartment a big old poster of Red Velvet. <laughs> oh, God. Or Mel. I, I own a house, actually, okay? And I have an entire room dedicated to her. <laughs> so let's let you listen to some commercials while we see what these guys come up with. And we'll be back for the finals, the final presentation of cards here in the Tournament of Champions on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of the Non-North Sports Podcast, where the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the Non-North Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. 
Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention, available every Tuesday. Tuesday on your favorite podcast platforms. For exclusive bonus content plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com/slash an honorable pod. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And then my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try. On a scale 0.25 to 5 being the best, we talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. Hey, Decker. Hey, Matt. Are you ready to crown a champion in one week on Twitter? Yep. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, about as well as I expected. Uh, Ed from uh, uh, the Pod Van Dam Ed. Uh, is trying to book Drake on his podcast because they think it'd be a good bit. <laughs> well, they did just have the dead man on this past week. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just going through my feed right now as we were, as we were talking, waiting to get going. I was just like, oh boy, oh man, that's a that's a preview of what's to come. I've not heard the dead man one yet. That'll be while I'm working tomorrow. Do Do you follow uh, pissed off Mad and pissed off Taker? <laughs> I, I see the tweets, but the A Show podcast Twitter at the A Show and CKCC does not follow it. But I see people retweeting it all the time, and it's pretty hilarious. It certainly is. Um, so to get him on the show uh, was a huge coup. I listened while I was mowing the lawn like an old man would, and uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was awesome. Also yeah. awesome. Hopefully, <laughs> are going to be the two cards that you're about to hear in the finals of the Tournament of Champions. It's been quite the journey to get here between forfeitures and fever dream cards <laughs> and everything in between. It's been quite the journey. So now we present to you the finals. Reverse draft AEW. Starting with the number six seed, George Gatton. Okay. Oh, man, I've been waiting a long time for this. Uh, yeah, awesome, certainly a word to describe my card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get right into it. Alex Abrahantes and Don Callis welcome you to AEW Presents Unmasked, Unvaccinated, and Unafraid. <laughs> <laughs> Live from St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, the network immediately <laughs> mutes them because what a travesty of a team this is. <laughs> All right, boys, my uh, opening match is Matt Hardy and the Blade taking on Sean Spears and his hired muscle. No BS here, guys. It's Paul White. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, there Here we go. go. So it's a heel-heel match to pander to their smart audience. Um, The story of this is heels trying to out-heel one another. Um, Their audience eats it up, but Matt Hardy and the Blade are uh, up here with a twist of fate. After the chairman accidentally hits Paul White with a chair, causing him to powder to the outside, and Spears turns and Hardy catches him. That's uh, that's your opener on this, uh, what is sure to be a fire card. (laughs) <laughs> the dozens and dozens of uh, of fans in attendance are, are loving this. Uh, match two is actually what I I think I would uh, I'd like to see happen in real life. Um, we've got a Styles clash between um, the man with the greatest roster picture of all of them, Jake Hager. <laughs> <laughs> 
taking on Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Styles Clash, I said it. Yep. Uh, Hager <laughs> shows up for a fight. Nakazawa shows up covered in oil. <laughs> so, the, so the story here is that Hager can't put a hold on this man because he's so slippery. So this is somewhat of a, a lighthearted comedy match uh, that inevitably ends when Hager catches his ankle for the tap out. There's indie guys that that would do that. Who are they? Oh, thousand percent. Oh fuck! Not even not even on purpose. They would just wear that hot stuff or whatever it was called and. Legitimately be slippery and also smell like Vicks. There was a, it was a tag team though. I think they're up in Limitless and uh, then we just mas- massage NV. Oh. Yes, Graves uh, and I forget the other guy's name. Was that VSK? It was VSK. That's right. VSK okay. was part of that before he was very serious Keith as he is today. Oh my god! <laughs> I got a lot. Of, I got a big kick out of that. Amazing. Uh, match three. I've got um, Jade Cargill and Smart Mark Sterling taking on Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Awesome. Uh, this is uh, what I would call the Jade Cargill show, because how could it not be, right? <laughs> Honestly, guys, like I'd love to make every joke in the world, but how could it not be? I got her up over Penelope after Cargill shows a uh, an impressive feat of strength by DVD and Kip Sabian on top of Penelope. And then... Uh, Stacking them both for the pinfall victory. Keep her strong. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you gotta keep her strong. Was was, was uh, Smart Mark wearing his sex socks during this? Of course. All right, good. Do you ever take your sex socks off? Well, he's got many pairs. I think he <laughs> stacks them up, so. There you go. As one would. Match number four, we'll call this the Sposto Special. Uh, this is uh, Peter Avalon coming out for an open challenge. This is, of course, answered by the real librarian, Leva Bates. <laughs> now, <clears throat> before they can lock up, uh, here comes Brandy Rhodes. Uh, after about four and a half minutes of pyro and not actually making it to the <laughs> ring, despite the bell being rung and officially being part of this match, Leva pins Peter with the schoolgirl. Uh, once that happens, uh, camera pans to Brandy, who is sternly whispering something to Apprehantes and Callus. But since the network muted them, they <laughs> and they pantomime that the loss will not be on her record because she, quote, is a Rhodes, damn it, unquote. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, sir. And match number five uh, is uh, Dax Harwood taking on Brandon Cutler. My notes literally say it's a wrestling match. <laughs> uh, Dax wants to be proven interesting. Darn you. He's up with a one-man big rig on Brandon Cutler. And now, boys, it's time for your main event. And who could be in a main event with a, a show title uh, such as Unmasked, Unvaccinated, and Unafraid? <laughs> who, I ask you. Right? I've got uh, I've got Luther taking on Drake Younger. <laughs> <laughs> In a good, good old-fashioned, no-rope barbed wire death match. Uh, Drake marches out, the big smile on his face, in anticipation but massive face pop. But this Florida crowd is not having it. Can you imagine that? Not even Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh... <clears throat> Are they in Seminole County? <laughs> it's St. Pete, so... If you want it to be Seminole County, it could be Seminole <laughs> County. You just have to you just have to believe deep in your heart that it's in Seminole County and it can be. <laughs> anyway, Luther catches Drake with the tube and he's bleeding profusely. This is like Eddie Guerrero O four Judgment Day levels of bleeding. Oh, so, the ref, so the ref is trying to tape him up and Drake takes the house mic and scolds the ref, claiming that it's a violation of his rights to tape up. <laughs> 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 So anyway, he passes out, and Luther wins the main event by pinning him. <laughs> Yay, Luther wins! Close the show. Hey, he's he's Dr. Luther, right? Is there any other kind? He's I'm certainly not a burger from the boondocks. <laughs> is, there, is there any way that, the, since, since he's a doctor now, and since uh, Mr. Wurtz has passed out, that now since he's lost the fight, he has to be, in fact, masked and vaccinated and afraid? <laughs> 
Unfortunately, uh, Luther's medical license has since lapsed. I think it's only good in the uh, upper maritimes in Japan, not in uh, Seminole <laughs> County, as you said. Uh, well, let's take it to Halifax, then. <laughs> the Labrador. <laughs> Newfoundland and Labrador. Oh, my, my shoot job territories. Oh, man. <laughs> so, well, I, uh, hope you, I hope you enjoyed my dumpster fire of a card. Thank you very much, Joe, for picking an A-plus roster for me. Absolutely. Believe it or not, I actually think that worked out pretty decently. I'd say so. I'd say uh, so. I mean, decently is kind of an air quotes, but still. <laughs> hey, man, I'll take a win. <laughs> All right. I turned chicken shit into chicken shit. <laughs> All right, so my turn, huh? Yes, yeah. sir. I've All been right. anticipating this for weeks. All right, so we get the we get the typical dynamite opening. Uh, you know that song plays or whatever it is. We cut to our announced team of uh, Dasha and Fathead Marvez, and they say it's Monday. You know what that means? Tonight on this episode <laughs> of Dynamite, we've got one of the most stacked cards in history because they are going head to head with Monday Night Raw. You know we're pretending this comes out. You know it's. The podcast comes out on Monday, so it's airing on Monday, right? Mm. Uh, well so, so tonight, uh, just some of the matches that we have uh, is a six-person tag match as the Factory and the Nightmare Family explode, and in the Battle of the Big Men, Wardlow taking on Luchasaurus. But right now, let's head up to um, someone who doesn't uh, – he wasn't drafted, so I can't use him, but let's just say it's a ring announcer who's not allowed on Twitter anymore – I think it's probably Company Edict for some reason. Uh, the opening contest is a triple threat match. Uh, it's members of a tag team, and, uh, you know, each member is being representing for their tag team. The winner of this match will uh, guarantee them a future tag title shot against the Young Bucks. Uh, as we see Sunny Kiss of uh, her team with Joey Janela, which doesn't have a team name, uh, Mark Quinn of Private Party, and Anthony Bowens of the Acclaimed come out. Uh, you know, we do a bunch of triple person spots. It's a fast and furious match. Goes about eight to nine minutes. Even though they had 12 written on the thing, they were told before they went out through the curtain we need to cut time because of the main event for some reason. I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> Bowens ends up winning with like kind of like a double uh, fallaway slam on both Sonny Kiss and Mark Quinn. So the Acclaimed are going to get a tag title match somewhere in the near future. We cut to backstage uh, as we see uh, Tay Conti is looking for the other members of the Dark Order, of course, because she has a big match later on this evening. And uh, as she rounds the corner, she gets a disgusted look on her face as we just hear someone say to her, sup, girl, as we cut to commercial. Oh, my God, Joe. I love you. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so next up, we have the uh, six-person match as the factory led by, or, a.k.a. QT's QT's, uh, of QT's, <laughs> uh, Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado come out, and uh, their opponents come out, and that would be the captain, Sean Dean, and Colton Gunn, but it appears as though they're down a man. Uh, Captain Sean Dean gets on the mic and says, you know, we were supposed to be teaming up with Cody tonight, but, uh, you know, sometimes duty calls for the head of the Nightmare family. He's got bigger fish to fry tonight, literally. Uh, but I feel as though we do have a suitable replacement for Cody tonight. Oh, nice. <laughs> and out comes the world's strongest man, the newest okay. signee. To all elite wrestling in Mark Henry. QT looks like he's seen a ghost. Uh, his plan, obviously, was to hopefully pick off these two lower end members of the Nightmare family. Now Mark Henry comes in and just kind of cleans house on Aaron Solo. QT runs out like the chicken shitty that he is, and we get like a big stare down big between Nick Camarado and Mark Henry. They're looking at each other. Boo, and then they, like, you know, they do the classic, like, 80s big man spot where it's like they trade some shots, they bounce into the ropes off each other, neither, neither man budges, uh, Camarado leaves his feet, Mark Henry catches him, looks like we could get the world's strongest slam right off the rip, no, QT and Aaron Solo trip 
Mark Henry from underneath with Camarado on top of him. Both of them hold uh, Camarado or uh, Mark Henry's legs down. The referee for this match is shitty. Uh, 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 Rich Knox. He doesn't see any of this going on. One win, <laughs> Nick Camarado gets the biggest win of his career, pinning Mark Henry. And as they attempt to run for the hills. Colton Gunn and Sean Dean are able to isolate QT Marshall. They toss him into the ring, and uh, it's like one of those like old manager type things where Mark Henry kind of just toys with them for a little bit, gives them the world's strongest slam, gives them a big like press slam over the top rope onto the other two members of the factory. And uh, you know, Mark Henry, even though he loses in his big debut, it was a way to give uh, Camarado the rub because he deserves it. I like Camarado. I think he's pretty good. Uh, next up. We have the Battle of the Big Men as the Pinnacles Wardlow uh, out here by himself. Uh, the rest of the Pinnacle are backstage tying bandanas on themselves and giving themselves not the broski cut, but the Tully cut from the pay-per-view last week. <laughs> Tully cut things a little too deep, if you ask me. Keep that up a little bit higher. You're a 60-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> his opponent is Luchasaurus. Uh, hey, do you remember a couple of weeks ago there was an episode of Dark where uh, Caesar Bononi took on Luchasaurus, and it was a uh, it was a taped show, and they just kept all their fuck ups in. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this match is because it's live. Uh, they're kind of bumble fucking around, uh, messing up a lot of miscommunication between the two because you know neither one are really that good, no matter what anyone says. Wardlow wins with that uh, blockbuster thing that he does that never looks any good. <laughs> Um, wins with it anyway. Um, so there's that match. And, uh, of course, you know, things might be running a little bit short. I think there's basketball here. Uh, but it is the second to last segment on the show. So, of course, it's dynamite. So it's the women's match. It's take on <laughs> Layla Hirsch. An actual, uh, you know, I would say a dream match coming up. You know, Layla Hirsch has a, an amateur grappling background. Take Conti, uh, has her Brazilian jiu jitsu. Very even match between the two. Neither one gets any sort of real advantage. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. The lights go out. And Abaddon appears into the ring. And she tries to do that gimmick she was doing on TV a couple weeks ago. Where she was, like, biting people and drawing blood. Right? Yeah. So she tries to do that to uh, Layla Hirsch. Uh, Layla Hirsch kind of sidesteps her, puts her in a hold. Referee just throws this one out as a no contest. Uh, Tay Conti and Layla Hirsch kind of team up to fend off Abaddon, send her pack into the back. Uh, and then we get, like, the mutual respect gimmick from Tay Conti and Layla Hirsch. Uh, next we cut backstage, and we see Cody preparing for the big match that he has coming up. And if you've been following along, there can only be one match left here. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is the main event. Uh, as he comes out, making his AEW debut... The Lariat, the Lariat God, hailing from the local Buffalo Wild Wings, where he's just <laughs> fans to watch the pay-per-view with him a week before. Now here he is main eventing an episode of Dynamite. DJ Hyde. DJ comes out to the chorus of booze that he's so used to. He could see a mouth to himself. I'm fucking over. As they're all doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he's an actual good healer. So now Cody comes out. Now bear in mind, no Brandy. No double-A Arn Anderson. No nothing. The only person Cody has with him tonight is Pharaoh, the dog. So no Pyro. <laughs> All right? So this match comes out, and Cody gets the, you know, the usual reaction that he does. He's good at work in the crowd, you know, pretending to be a professional wrestler. It's fantastic. So the two of them... DJ and Cody get in the middle of the ring, and they stare off with each other. Uh, you're getting the feels of Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania 6. Maybe Cactus Jack versus Triple H from Royal Rumble 2001. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's a huge explosion. Like the one that we thought we were going to get for Moxley and Omega. And the entire ring explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and... They, and uh, uh, Marvez and Dasher are like, we don't know what to do. There's too much smoke. We can't see what's going on. And the show just kind of cuts to black. And when this episode shows back up, if you DVR'd this episode, you know how like sometimes an episode of Raw have a title or whatever? 
You know, I know George named his episode. This episode's name is Pharaoh's Revenge. Casualty in Pharaoh getting his revenge on Cody for scaring the shit out of him that one time with the fireworks. And this is all revealed on an episode of BTE a week or two from now, you know, being the elite, the show for losers that no one should watch. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my show. I, I was only hoping that it was just that the bomb had a delay on it, and it just knew precisely when DJ Hyde and Cody were going to be in the ring at the exact same time. I, I had to do DJ. Once, once you gave me DJ and once you gave me Cody, I'm like, well, there's my main event. And, uh, you know, there's that classic thing of the main event of my dream WrestleMania, the one where they lock the doors before they get all the fans out and blow the entire building up. <laughs> I don't feel that strongly uh, against Cody as I may against DJ, but, you know, Pharaoh has other ideas. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> that is amazing. So, <clears throat> typically, Chris and I, well, before we do anything, Chris. Yeah. Normally you do press conference. Do you have any questions? Uh, no. <laughs> Speaks with myself. All right. So, normally, Chris and I will each pick a card and put it over to the listeners. But I think in the spirit of reverse drafting, we should do reverse shilling as well. What do you think, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go first, so that way I know what you're talking about. Well, so, no, that would mean that Joe would put over George's card. Oh! And George perfect. would put over Joe's. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm all for that. So, George, it is now your turn well, much like when Chris and I would put over your cards when you were against Amelia yeah. and against Huge, <clears throat> you mm-hmm. have to talk up Joe's card. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the listening audience tonight or today, depending on when you listen to this podcast, it starts and ends with an explosion caused by a dog. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to see real life murder on the TNT network involving. <laughs> Arguably the greatest heel in his mind, <laughs> and the greatest roads in his mind. Need I say oh, more? Come on. Need I say wow. more? T- tune into Monday Dynamite for actual <laughs> literal dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and we give it to Joe now to talk about George's card. So you get. I would say that George's card is the ultimate fantasy card, the ultimate dream card. I don't think in a million years you will ever, ever see Luther get a win on Dynamite. (laughs) You'll probably also never see Drake wrestle there or compete there or probably even if he showed up in the crowd because he wouldn't be wearing a mask. He'd be very easily recognizable and uh, they'd immediately throw him out. So uh, if you want to see Deathmatch Luther, uh, Deathmatch Legend Luther, my apologies, (laughs) Uh, destroy one of the most reprehensible people. And I think the reprehensibility goes because he was at one time so good and is now so bad. If you're someone who's just horrible your entire life, you're horrible your entire life. But it was such a steep decline, you want to see Drake be eviscerated uh, by Deathmatch Legend Luther. Taking an entire bite, eating the entire chocolate bunny, as you would say. There you go. Yes. His entire chocolate bunny of goodwill got in one bite. Oh, man. I wish I had that phrase a couple couple weeks ago, because I, I definitely would have used it. So, you can now go to at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter, and you, the listener, will decide who is the winner of season one. But before we get there, Chris, we have some other shows on this network. Yeah, we do. And instead of us rattling them all off, you can go to ckccradio.com, you be the listener, and check them all out there. Yeah, go and uh, use your eyes that have uh, that have been accustomed to reading and uh, go see all the shows that are there. They're wonderful. <laughs> One of those shows on this network is By the Numbers, which returns. Oh, that's your show, Matt. Yep, that returns next week. 
Um, there's a couple guests lined up for this upcoming season. I already have the Mastodon, Rosh, lined up for an episode talking mostly about really old WXW. Good. Uh, Jay Freddy is coming on the show. Oh, very oh, cool. Jay Freddy. Love Jay Freddy. Uh, lots of good stuff going on. Also, Joe has a podcast network of his own that, because Joe was on the show, I will allow him to speak to. Yeah, uh, soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Go check out the other shows on the network. Profane Arguments, Puzzle Warriors, uh, We Need Wrestling, uh, Final Wrestling Place. I'm on a bunch of the shows there. If you just go to soon to be named network.com, you'll find everything. Awesome. George. Yes. Let's talk about 1 million blocks. Okay, 1 million blocks.com. Interspecies Wrestling is uh, making a, uh, a vast attempt to have what they call the dumbest professional wrestling match in history. I think it'll be highly entertaining. Don't think it'll be the dumbest, but <laughs> Legos hurt. Or I should say Lego hurts, proper English, or whatever uh, <laughs> language uh, Lego is. Uh, <laughs> check that out. Make some donations. I believe they've got a Kickstarter going on right now. They're 54%. There you go. 54% as of this taping. So hopefully when this drops, that percentage will be uh, substantially higher. Absolutely. Podcasts outside of this network include the Not Another Sports podcast. Um, as you listen to this, they are going to be wrapping up their best beard and sports tournament. They have all of their finalists from each sport now and are going through all of that. Uh, the... Oh, crap, I almost forgot the name of Kevin's podcast. The Hooligans of Hops. Hooligans of Hops, yes. Uh, they drink beer, and they talk about the beer that they drink, and just kind of rant about stuff. Also, the Brainwreck podcast with Kevin Graham and Jason Axe. Um, a, a lot of it's video game related. Um, I know they were doing Retromania for a little bit. And um, Kevin's absurd, and the one time I met Jason, he's pretty absurd as well. So, hijinks galore. Absurd. Um, also, you heard commercials earlier for our friends on the um, IWEP network and an honorable mention with uh, Shane Hagedorn and Jeff Schwartz, uh, Decker's mortal enemy, Shane Hagedorn. <laughs> A long time ago, mortal enemy. <laughs> I was just a mark. <laughs> no, still am. Still am. And then, as far as this show goes, two weeks from today, we have booked the boar. Oh, can't wait. Cannot Yay. wait. And 1994 WCW will be the topic. Chris, we have to start drafting and putting cards together again. I mean, Well, we've been seeing some really good cards for the last uh, seven weeks, I guess, the way that we've been doing this. So, we've got some ideas. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm a little rusty on my drafting, and 1994 WCW pretty much has a little bit of everything. So we can uh, we can discuss this on Saturday when we go see the Slackers. Yep. Um, oh, yes. jealous. The Slackers, oh, yeah. um, by the time you listen to the show, we will have seen the Slackers at the Steel Stacks in Bethlehem. Oh, I can't um, wait. Part of their summer concert series. Um, also, wrestling-wise, I'm getting back out on the road. Yeah, I know. you got a bunch of shows lined up. Yeah. Um, I will be making my debut at the Sanctuary Stunt Studio on Sunday, June 27th. That's in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. July 31st in Berwick, Pennsylvania is the return of True Wrestling. And that's going to be, um, for many reasons that we will not get into on this show, no. um, a, very, um, a very important show for the company. And then it's all locked up. August 8th at the H2O Wrestling Academy in Williamstown, New Jersey. Oh, shit. I will be refereeing at IWTV 100. Nice. Hey, now. Awesome. Congrats, buddy. Uh, thank you. The 100th defense of the Independent Wrestling Championship. And if you go to IWTV, uh, independentwrestling.tv, Use the code word numbers. Right now, it does not get you anything, but it lets them know that you got the code word from this show. <laughs> and, and Jerry will buy a pizza. There you go. <laughs> and uh, if I may interject real quick, my apologies. 
uh, Wheeler Yuta, if you're listening for some uh, some reason, you are uh, very interested in Joe and I's uh, fantasy cards. Um, please never forget who dragged your corpse to the great Sasuke to be revived. Otherwise, you'd still be dead right now, my friend. <laughs> uh, Wheeler Yuta is a good dude. I've only met him once. He was on the first uh, show with the Truebill. Love that guy. Taking on Tony Depp in that night in what was a very good match. Sounds like it. That I got to be a part of. Awesome. So, with all of that said, gentlemen, good luck in the finals. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Joe, this was a this was a blast, man. I really appreciate it. George, uh, the only thing I was sad is that there were no little people on the AEW roster. The closest was Taz, and I wasn't going to give you him. Uh, <laughs> that team alive. You know. It's funny you say that because I had that exact same thought. <laughs> Listen, Taz said he's six foot three, so I don't know. I, I can't argue with him. What does that make me? Right, exactly. If Taz is six foot three, that makes the rest of us all near seven feet tall. So right, right, right. What, what does that make AJ Styles then? AJ Styles is only taller than Dog, and that's it. <laughs> I want to say real quick, thank you so much for being a part of our first uh, our first season. Uh, every show you guys have been on, uh, so so wonderful. This has been uh, a cool first little run uh, of this uh, of this cool podcast that uh, Matt had the idea for after listening to Joe do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I awesome. and I stole it from the Bad Wrestling Podcast guys. They haven't done a show in a while. Uh, I think both of their lives with work and everything, getting back to normal, have kind of been in upheaval. Uh, but they did these draft shows, and they specifically did one where they drafted the follow-up to the Black the Blackcraft Wrestling Show. Uh, oh, man. And that was kind of like their inspiration to do a draft show. I listened to them. I died laughing from it, and I'm like, I need to do my own thing. So any uh, any kudos that you heap upon me for that, it goes to them. Uh, go back through their back catalog. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I hope they come back soon, you know? When push comes to shove, we all have Blackcraft Wrestling to blame for this. That's right. <laughs> Among other things, I'm sure. And how. <laughs> but I, I will say, publicly, I know we've stated this off air, uh, we can't thank everybody enough for the support and the welcome, the warm welcome that we've received from the podcast community in general, uh, whether it be uh, within CKCC Radio, everyone's been super supportive. Um, our friends at Soon to Be Name Network. If you're listening to this show, then you heard our brand new theme. Mm-hmm. As the one, the only David Kincannon has produced an A-show theme. That I tried to put harmonica on, but I uh, couldn't find my the correct key. I was so sad. <laughs> the jingle meister at it again. Yeah. So welcome aboard, David. Uh, he wants to be on the show as well, so I, I feel we can do that. I feel we can get him in on season two and have him draft one of these, along with Joey Image and Kevin Graham and Ed from Pod Van Dam, who will hopefully be on between the sheets. That's right. Hashtag uh, get Ed from Pod Van Dam on Between the Sheets to talk about Dude Love. Uh, <laughs> the week of July 14th to 2020. Listen, the, uh, uh, a very similar hashtag, I will say, solely got Orange Cassidy a figure. It's uh, out of the stumbling blocks on getting Eddie Kingston an action figure. This is kind of my uh, refresh. If I can get Ed on po- uh, from Pod Van Dam on Between the Sheets, then I, I feel energized that we can get Eddie Kingston an action figure in the uh, AEW line. I was really bummed to see that he wasn't in the most recent line that came out, because I would have thought that... Yeah, it's, it's real weird on how they do stuff. You know, there's people that, like, debuted in September, like Miro, that already have figures. And Kingston, like, you know, his match was in July, and he signed his contract in August. So it's real weird on how and when and who and what were chosen, but the fact that they have the two lines now, they're going to be spitting out figures like crazy, like from the Fan Fest a couple weeks ago. All of those figure lines are supposed to be out by the fall. Oh, wow. Yeah, like once once they get the first line of, um, it's Unmatched, because Unrival is the main line and Unmatched is the new line. Once they get the first line of Unmatched in, which is slated for August, 
it's going to supposedly, if you could find them in shore in stores, again, I'm not a, I, I am a toy boy, but I'm not a uh, figure hunter. I'm a figure acquirer. I just go <laughs> ringside collectibles. I pay the inflated price so that I can guarantee that I can get my figure. So I'm not like stalking, you know, poor employees at Target and Walmart or whatever it is. <laughs> but the plan is once the first line of unmatched hits allegedly in August, it's supposed to be a new set available every month from here until eternity. Okay. That's cool as hell. So if we can get an Eddie Kingston figure by the time Christmas rolls around, that'll be a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. I think uh, an Eddie Kingston figure would be absolutely called for celebration. Then it'll be an uh, an Ethan Page figure, uh, a Bryce figure with the next ring. And then if all of those things happen, like they have the new buddies, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you saw those. Apparently those are talking buddies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, they didn't kind of like they didn't lead with that that they like have catchphrases and stuff. There needs to be an Eddie Kingston talking buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that, let's get him a regular figure first, and then we'll get him a talking buddy. Oh my! He was God. on a he was on the uh, the Observer podcast, and the one guy's like, "Did anybody ever tell you that you sound like Tracy Morgan?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's, it's happened a bunch of times." <laughs> and so I just imagine that's what it would sound like for the talking buddy. Yeah, daily. I'm sure Eddie Kingston is confused for Tracy Morgan. <laughs> If we get the Eddie Kingston talking buddy to sh- to scream, oh, he kicked her in the face, <laughs> then I would buy like a dozen of them. Oh fuck! And one of the greatest commentary moments in the history of the Staircase Lounge, which is now a gun store. Oh, it's a gun store now. Yeah. Remember when it used to be an animal hospital? Yeah. I haven't, listen, there's reasons I haven't been out of my house much in the last year and a half. Uh, but I'll have to drive by the next time I leave my house just to look at the uh, staircase as a gun store now. Yep, I, I now live around the corner from the staircase. Ah, there you go. So whenever we take Avery to soccer practice, we drive by the staircase. And I'm like, hey, Avery, I can tell you a lot of stuff that happened in that building before it was used for no good. And she's... <laughs> And she's like, like what? I go, wrestling? She goes, there wasn't wrestling in there. I said, yeah, like 15 years before, like 10 years before you were born. (laughs) I was on shows in that building. She's like, no, you weren't. Just drive to soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, We got a message from George. uh, The weather has taken him finally to to, uh, internet lost connection heaven, so... It has compromised him to a permanent end. <laughs> it's been a so, pleasure, Joe. Yeah, Joe, thank you. And thank you, George, as well, wherever you are not listening or participating because there's a thunderstorm at your house in Texas. <laughs> so until next time, my name is Matt. I, my name is Chris. I muted myself by accident because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time.